I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey, 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 what's good, everybody? This is Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And of course, welcome to the WOW Superheroes After Show, which of course would normally take place on Mondays at um, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central Time. But we moved it over because Halloween was yesterday and we let you guys celebrate and do your trick-or-treating and wear all your costumes and do all the amazing Halloween things. But of course, now we have moved into the November of things and it's been a pretty crazy day um, for the most part but we are still here now of course my name is Stephanie Hardy host and creator of the Hardy Wrestling Podcast proud to be a hosting member on Women's Wrestling Talk and color commentator for the Belladonna Division Battle Club Pro and Black Girl Magic 2 but thankfully I'm not alone to talk about this wonderful show right next to me is the amazing and effervescent and I just got my new Japan on on in New York, Miss Emily May Heller. How are you? I'm good. That's an intro. Oh, I need you in my mirror every single day. Oh, wake up. I need like a Stephanie. You know, like press a button, and each day it's like a new, uh, a new saying. Oh, well, I would love to do that. That would be fun. But sadly, I don't have magical powers. I think I think you do. <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> oh, I wish I could. Um, and of course, last but certainly not least, underneath us, we have the amazing super mom, the host and creator of NCAT We Trust, panel creator, and just all around amazing writer and person, Katrina Blake. How are you, Kat? Oh, so sweet. <laughs> I am good. It's been a, a busy uh, few weeks. Yes, um, Halloween was busy, obviously, because trick-or-treating and the kitties, but they had a good time. They were happy. They loved costumes. You know, I got to be around. People were very nice, uh, considering I didn't trick-or-treat in New York this year. I was in Jersey, so 
It's pretty cool. And Katrina and I got to meet in person. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> we had dinner. I made her take pictures of me at a Broadway show. We went to New York. <laughs> it was amazing. She came all the way uh, to the city to join me. Um, and she got to see the the uh, Friday New Japan show. Um, so yeah, we actually got to see each other in person instead of these tiny boxes. It was so special. Yes, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's always wonderful anytime we could get together for wrestling things or outside wrestling things and actually meet each other. It's fantastic because, of course, you know, in the past two years, you know, we've been dealing with the pandemic and we haven't really been traveling or dealing with stuff. And then in wrestling, you know, we've been blessed and I've been blessed to make all of these other connections with people who are fabulous, just like you guys. And so when we get the chance to actually go out now and meet each other it's just like holy crap you're real and holy crap you're just as amazing in real life as you are on screen so it's always great um to have those moments and i'm glad you two had those moments i enjoyed those pictures i was like oh look at them my loves but yeah um this weekend we also had wow another amazing um action-packed episode of wow superheroes um full of matches more so than stories but at the same time one story did coalesce in a beautiful way at the very end after the main event which we will get to but ladies how did we feel about this episode of wow superheroes starting with you emily yeah, I mean, I loved this episode. I loved the main event. I feel like it, this episode really culminated in a really great way. Uh, I enjoyed all of these. I mean, I've I've enjoyed all the episodes, but I feel like this one really found its grounding in like the WoW kind of superhero universe. And I just enjoyed it so much, so much. And it's leading kind of to this tag team tournament and the momentum is happening. There was a lot more drama. And I just, I just, I really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, me too. I share the same sentiments. How about you, Kat? It was really good. And I, I agree, especially with the, the what we've heard uh, going into this main event over the last few weeks with one of the people in the main event. I thought it was actually really like a nice bow at the end. I was actually very happy uh, with the outcome, very happy with the little extra. I was like, oh, yay. My little heart was very happy. Uh, and so I thought they did this, like, again, with the tournament and with it working the way I've, I've been saying, I think it's going <laughs> to go. It seems like it's going that way. I thought that was really good. I even thought even the little matches, there was moments in the other matches where I was like, hmm, okay, like, could this be a, like an issue next episode or two episodes from now? And so there was like things I, 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 I love that they were able to kind of pull off in these matches. And so a really solid episode this week. Yeah, it definitely was. And of course, for those who are watching on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, thank you um, for watching. And of course, if you have any feelings about this episode of WOW, um, chime in in the comments and your comments may pop up on screen during our time together on tonight. So of course, we have to start with the recap of the episode where they talked about the triple threat match for the WOW world title involving the Beast, Tormenta, and Rana Del Rey. They showed... Um, replays of everything that happened even of tormenta um flying high and there was a woman who was looking made majorly shocked which turned out to be rain cruise 
who won the SummerSlam um, ring announcer contest. And I was so, my mind was blown away by it because the first time I watched the match, I didn't know who it was. But then I looked again Saturday and I was like, oh, snap, it's Rain. So <laughs> that was cool. But either way, they showed the match and they showed um, the Beast retaining her title. But they did say that she had um, sustained an injury to her ankle during that match. And um, David McClain later said on commentary that he did visit her and that she is in good spirits and that she cannot wait to come back to wow so we do wish the beast a speedy recovery because you know injuries suck but you know um superheroes are human as well so we do wish her a speedy recovery in the midst of that um so guys how are we feeling about the beast being injured it's unfortunate and mm -hmm. you know you don't want anybody nobody wants to be injured um as a regular person you don't want to be injured and i like that it makes things a lot more difficult you have to heal if you have regular things you have to do it's a little harder and so for somebody who's like an athlete or somebody who's in a situation where your body is kind of on the line i feel like it's even more imperative for them not to be injured because they have to kind of entertain and do things that we normal people wouldn't do so it's unfortunate because she was, you know, on such a tear uh, that it's like, hmm, where do we do? Where do we go from now? But I do hope uh, she recovers, you know, quickly and she's back to herself when she's all healed up. Yeah, I mean, I think this is part of, you know, I feel like this is part of being an athlete and part of being a wrestler. Sometimes this happens and it's unfortunate, but I think this gives people, uh, you know, the. Uh, you know, the opportunity to, to, to step up and like, you know, um, even, uh, even champions have moments, right? So mm -hmm. I just hope that she gets better and takes the time and that's what's important. Like you can't rush it. Yeah, you definitely can't. Um, so um, here's hoping that she's taking her healing process seriously and that she will be back to rage on our screens again because we will miss her. But moving forward, our first match um, took place. And of course, it was between the Tonga twins and the heavy metal sisters. And the sisters who fought were Fury and our girl Razor. Um, this match was a third round match in the um, WOW tag team title tournament. And this match was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, it was a couple of, like, it was a lot of different moments that I really enjoyed, like AJ talking about how cool the heavy metal sisters are and how she wants to drop in their dms which i thought was really funny um we also had um the heavy metal sisters sort of starting with fury pushing one of the twins away and isolating one of them you know to the point of keeping them away for a lot of the time but then razor and the twin even had one of the twins had a a headbutt battle which was so funny because they called it a headbanger um in terms of the whole um, rock star um, thing and then you had the Tonga twins really showing the best of themselves as they did like a double hip attack and then um, they also like hit like a clothesline and stuff like that so they were really showing the best of what they had to offer in this match um, even Fury was trying to break up the count to a point because it seemed like Razor was all was continuously separated from her team and it was almost like they were going to lose like it it was really um yeah, on the I mean, side yeah. of the Tonga twins yeah I mean Razor in the beginning really tried to take the offense right off the bat really tried to take 
you know, take, and sh take charge of this match. Um, but then that gets her into some situations where she's going to have a tough time getting out of, like, in this moment, right? So mm -hmm. you have to, to, to realize, like, you're a team, and so you have two other people that can come in and help. And, and so um, this, I, I think, you know, Razor has that type of, that type of fierceness that she's going to go after whatever opponent. And the Tonga twins obviously have been going through uh, and really taking over the tag team division here at WOW um, and really kind of making a stance uh, in this tournament. But I feel like you you got to work as a team. And as we saw in this match, is it, it kind of, uh, that kind of camaraderie kind of fell apart and them working together a little bit. Um, and, and, unfortunately it led to their uh led to their loss yeah and then there but i will go back and say that there were some impressive parts on the part of the heavy metal mm -hmm. sisters like where fury actually took well fury was trying to reverse a hold or reverse like a suplex that um the that one of the twins was trying to put pull on her but then as she reversed it she turned it into a tornado ddt and that shook up the twin for like a little bit and i was just like okay like that was really yeah. impressive but even with all of that um the twins still found a way to outdo the heavy metal sisters because as razor was trying to rally for help the twins pulled a little twin magic there <laughs> and and both of them were laying in the ring and they were and she was wondering like which one do I cover and she wound up covering both of them but then they both kicked out and then they hit their um they hit their double Samoan drop on her for the win so basically the Tonga twins continued their dominance um in this match um but the heavy metal sisters were still impressive with their athleticism here but it was all about the Tonga twins so ladies how are we feeling about the Tonga twins continued reign of dominance in this tournament you can go first Emily uh I mean as like I've, I you know I've, we've said before in previous episodes that um, these tag teams in WOW, they're going to have a really, really hard time, I think, beating the Tonga Twins. I think they're the dominant force in the tag team tournament, and there is going to have to be some heavy hitters that have to come in and really uh, try to get that win. Um, I think they they are predominantly the the leading tag team right now. Uh, they're the they're the 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 shoe in right now, <laughs> so I think um, you know we have a lot more episodes to go. There might be some uh, some heavy hitters we haven't seen yet, and I think that's the exciting part is like how you know there might be some surprises, some uh, some turns here. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Kat? Uh yeah. I as I've said previously, I have been winning the tournament. I have the Tonga Twins winning. I feel like, and this is not to discredit the other teams, but I think that twin magic, twin magic that I don't have, but the twin magic that seems very uh, prevalent with them works really well, you know, with them. And so you can see that during the tournament, how well they're working together, how dominant they are, how like, I, I want to say like, even there was moments where they're super hard hitting and it is going to be a problem for somebody for a team that might be put together. That's not even as in sync as they are. I feel like they're really like in sync also. And so I feel like if one happens to lack, which I haven't really seen that the other will probably step in with me. I feel like that's kind of the vibe they have. And so they're going to be like, I will be truly <laughs> surprised if they don't take this tournament. I have them winning the tournament, honestly, that that's how dominant I thought they were from the first episode. I saw them. 
Yeah, I understand that. I completely agree with that. But I was disappointed, Loki, because you have the heavy metal sisters who clearly have all of this aggression and all of this, you know, power um, and all of their um, know-how and stuff like that. But at the same time, it was just... And then, of course, we're devastated because... Um, we know Razor. And so it was just kind of like, oh man, I know I love the Tonga twins, you know, from my heart. But at the same time, you got Miss Razor, <laughs> who's a friend of women's wrestling talk. And it's just like we want to see her succeed. But and she wound up getting the brunt of the brunt of the drama that the Tonga twins was bringing. Like it was kind of it was a little bit hard at some places, but either way, it was still a good match. Yeah. And it's interesting to see um the difference they talked a little bit about this on commentary about the experience uh, difference between those two teams and so it's interesting to see the tonga twins that are a little bit uh newer as a tag team still dominating these reg like these regular heavy metal sisters that have been at wow for a while so it was mm-hmm. it's interesting to see that dynamic and uh, they talked a lot about that um that 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 whole background yeah, that is a little bit different, but I guess sometimes, you know, the younger, sometimes the pupil um, can sometimes surpass the teacher, and I guess that's what's going on here. Not saying that the heavy metal sisters are teachers, but in this case, the people who came before. So it makes sense. But in the comments, we have JD, of course, who's always watching, saying, where are y'all Halloween costumes at? Look, JD. We're all Halloweened out. Exactly. I, and I did wear something Halloweenish the last two shows. I was in I was in costume, but I did a two costume changes and so I'm good now. I can't. We're in November now, birthday month. Halloween's past. (laughs) Exactly. We are in the November of things now. I mean, no shade to anybody who's still feeling that Halloween vibe, but at the same time, we're just tired and it is November. So give us a little bit of a break. Give us some grace, you know. But you know who didn't have any grace going on in their situation? BK Rhythm and Candy Crush. So after the tag team match took place, um, BK Rhythm and Candy Crush had an interaction backstage before their match. And BK basically said that um, even though she knows that Candy is a boxer, she was basically going to hit her and um, twist her up, right? But then um, freaking Candy Crush came back with a comeback line that said, yeah, um, boxing is all about rhythm and flow. So I know exactly, you know, what you're talking about in terms of rap. But then she said that even though BK has bars, um, basically that Candy has blows. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So. This led it to their match after the commercial break, and they did their intros and whatnot. But then, of course, BK said one of her um inf- one of her infamous or famous raps, depending on your rap taste, and she said that she was gonna twist twist Candy Crush up like her hair. And I was like, well, dang. <laughs> and so Stephen Dickey on commentary didn't take too kindly to this at all because he feels like BK Rhythm sort of feeds into the roast humor and the roast vibe in terms of what she chooses to do with her rapping. Um, and he feels like at WOW they try to, you know, lift each other up and she only seeks to tear people down, um, which you can say is true because, you know, people, ha- she has her diss tracks or whatever. But, you know, she does back it up in the ring in this match. So, um, yeah, JD is also saying in the comments that I like how the boxer Candy Crush is actually incorporating boxing trunks into her tire. Yeah, 
her attire is there and she brings out um her boxing gloves that her grandmother gifted her as well so yeah all the boxing stuff is really there with candy crush but after of course she was rapping and that was over with um they got into the match candy um had her had um bk rhythm in a headlock and she had her twisted for a good part of the beginning of the match um but then bk um was um battling back with lots of arm twists and kicks and she even tried to mock candy crush by punching the air and saying look at me i'm candy crush and i was just like oh my god you're rude you're real rude well, yeah, I love how both of them had such attitude in the beginning of this match. Like, be yes, careful of them yes. coming up with her, with uh, her her rap, um, and always, like uh, commentary said, always bringing someone down. And I felt like there was such energy at the beginning of this match. I really loved it. They just did not want anything to do with each other, and I loved how that's kind of how they started. Yeah, that was fun. And even when they did have something to do with each other, they were really hard hitting. There was even a point where BK was even bleeding from her nose. And I was like, oh my God, what happened? Um, But yeah, it was just lots of hard hits and hard kicks and lots of um, like submission work and everything. But in the end, um, Candy Crush wound up hitting BK Rhythm with a clothesline and with with her right hand with a punch and she wound up winning the match so ladies how are we feeling about the rise of candy crush and what do we think is next for bk rhythm i mean i think bk rhythm is gonna write some new uh you know write some new lyrics write some new songs for her next opponent and i think candy crush is you know i'm glad candy crush got this uh got this moment i think um it's gonna be you know it's gonna be interesting to see who her her next opponent is I think both have really great, um, great energy. I think they both really kind of just like reamed on each other during this match and just was not, you know, did not take anything lightly. And uh, I, I liked this showcasing because we've seen BK Rhythm before in previous episodes where it's a, she's a little bit lighter, but I feel like this was super heavy hitting, which I enjoyed. Yeah. What about you, Kat? Yeah, I'm not surprised with uh, the Candy Crush kind of rise that's happening right now as far as where it seems like they're trying to go with her. Uh, The story when we first was introduced to her and then even like the whole like getting knocked back down, you know, getting knocked down, getting back up, they kind of keep doing until you do what you need to do. I feel like that's kind of what they're doing with this because even with uh, BK Rhythm changing a bit of her style, uh, she was a little bit more hard-hitting, I felt, in this match as well. Uh, But... Candy still came out kind of victorious. And so I don't know if that means, again, because we've seen, like, if this means she'll get a turn in character where she'll be a little nicer, maybe use her reps for good or something, or is it just going to make her spiral into a place where maybe she'll still be, like, heel but more aggressive? And that can also be a very dangerous thing as well, depending on, you know, who, you know, the wrestler is. And so I can see it can kind of go either way with... uh. BK rhythm, but I do like what they're doing with Candy Crush. I think it's a nice little trajectory upwards considering what they said uh, when we first was introduced to her as the audience. Yeah, I agree with that. I am um, 
I am enjoying the rise of Candy Crush and it is easy to invest in her story. Not saying that it isn't easy to invest in any of the other superhero story because gosh, like these women have the best stories like I have ever heard for, of them rising above um, lots of different adversities. Um, but when it comes to Candy Crush, like she really is, you know, a hero. She has a unique look, like everything about her is just, you know, gorgeous and nice. So, you know, and she's a hard hitter. And it's really easy to get invested in in wanting to see someone like that win. Now, with BK Rhythm, she could, you know, utilize her losses lately to drive her forward to be a better um, wrestler or a more fiercer heel. So I definitely completely understand that. But I just hope that her raps, you know, actually get a little bit better. <laughs> get a tad bit better not saying that she isn't a good you know rapper as it stands now but usually when people you know have more aggression it tends to make them want to go harder you know in their delivery when it comes to rap you think so, it should be more emotional like like where but like better lyrics better. maybe i don't know maybe a little bit more emotional okay. maybe because i feel like if she got this loss like the next one she's going to be a little bit more but also Maybe she's a little bit more emotional, more punchy in this in the next time she's in the ring with the with these raps. But I feel like she should take it and like bring it to another level, you know. Or maybe or maybe something that would be interesting just to um give a little bit of a nod and a tribute to a person. Um, maybe she could use triplets like the Migos maybe just maybe but i just have to say um i want to use this moment to sort of give a rest in peace to take off who was one third of the rap group the migos i know i don't want it to necessarily be on a sad note but at the same time i have to acknowledge it because he was a part of the culture for many years and i do hate um what happened to him but we do wish his family the best in healing in that situation most definitely because that was tough to wake up to but hopefully he is in a better and more peaceful place um, than here. And he definitely was the backbone of the group. Um, and when you think of rap um, of the last 10 years, you do think about the Migos and how they were able to revolutionize rap by reintroducing ad-libs and also utilizing the triplet style in rapping. So much respect and love to them and his family during this tough time. It seems we've lost Katrina. Yeah, it looks like she might be having some Wi-Fi issues. Uh, oh, no. So she's probably logging back in. Yeah, more than likely. Um, but yeah, like this match was really good. And I can't wait to see what happens next with these girls. Like, do you believe that Candy Crush could, you know, one day qualify to be a future WoW World Champion? Yeah, I mean, I think any of the WoW superheroes have a shot at it. I think you, they just got to put in their time, put in their work, and they got to, like, got to kind of go through the ranks like the Beast did and just kind of keep, you know, keep kicking butt and improving. And, you know, I feel like everyone has a chance and everyone has a shot. It's just whether it's the right time and, you know, all the opponents have to line up in the right way. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think she would have a good chance too. But the line is really long. So we'll just line is I don't want to be a champion. I don't want that target on my back. I don't want anyone looking at me like, hey, you know, uh, that is not a fun place to be in. <laughs> I imagine it isn't, but it's just like Dusty Rhodes said a long time ago. If you're not in it to be the champion and to be the best, and what are you doing it for? I mean, true. I mean, it is good to be at the top though. 
So yeah, definitely. Katrina has returned. Sorry, my internet totally went out. It was like crap. So I was trying to get back on. It is okay. We were just about to go into the next match. <laughs> so Perfect the next match, huh? Perfect timing then. Yes. The next match um is of course another tag team match because here it is. This this entire episode was very, very, very um action-packed. It was between Holiday and Chainsaw, who were accompanied to the ring by Siren the Voodoo doll, and Steffi Slays, who's one of my favorites, and Vivian Rivera, who's another one of my favorites. Both of them. I love them both. But either way, um, <laughs> this was a tag team match, and it wasn't a wasn't a tournament match per se it was just a regular um tag team match this match was something that i really did enjoy because i because like i said this was a few weeks ago was my first time ever seeing holiday um wrestle so i got to see more of her power stuff that she has going on with her and then of course you have chainsaw who was just intimidating in every um shape or form and then you had aj who was aj mendez who was on commentary feeding into the idea that this was sort of like a light versus dark um situation or a good versus evil and she said but sometimes evil is just so much fun and i was just like oh, yeah, AJ. Oh, this is so fun oh aj 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 she AJ, just... i feel like aj would be part of the dark side she would i feel like she's a little bit uh she's a trickster she'll have a little bit too too much fun on that dark side she was so willing to be like yeah the dark side's more fun so I exactly just, we see you aj we see where you're going Exactly. She'd be at the right hand of Emperor Palpatine. God. Maybe she's going to be in charge of this uh, holodead, uh, you know, this little, maybe there's a little faction forming here. Because, you know, AJ might not want to get back in the ring, but I feel like she's a great leader. So perhaps she is the leader of this wow dark side forming here. Yeah, maybe that's what they should call their faction, the the WoW Dark Side, or just or the Dark Side or something, and just spell it weirder, a funky way or something, and then have AJ be like the other manager. That would be lit, actually. I think there's uh, possibilities there. Mm-hmm. That would be cute. I see you, Emily, with the ideas. Okay, yeah, you want to get in? <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, like um like I was saying as the match got started, um Vivian and Steffi really proved that they um do have a little bit of chemistry, but then they were on the struggle bus in some places and it was kind of and it made me sad because all I've been wanting as a fellow Stephanie is to watch another Stephanie win. Okay. And she knows this because she actually interacted. Um, she interacts with me on social media all the time. So I'm just like, girl, like, when are you gonna win a match for us for Team Steph? Okay, come on, let's do it. Okay. But they did big her up a lot on commentary while she was fighting Holiday and talked about how she's a wow veteran and how she um wrestled while also graduating from high school. Um, and how David McClain watched her graduate from college and from medical school, which I think it's really cool you know and admirable you know for you to balance all of that and still have a wrestling career i can't wait to hear more of her story you know um if they do a segment on her i really hope they do because i do want to learn more about it um but yeah like this was really amazing 
in this picture right here, she tried to um sort of bridge her way out of a chokehold that Holiday had her in, but it was kind of unsuccessful. Um, but she did, and then Holiday also attacked and threw Vivian out of the ring while she was interacting with the crowd. And on commentary, they were talking about how Vivian, you know, basically let herself get distracted. And AJ made an amazing color commentary call when she said, how could you turn your back on Michael Myers? And I was just like, this is just a Halloween-tastic <laughs> time that we are just having um, in this match. But it was still really good. There was even a point where Steffi slays even... Um, she hit this one move that was just really impressive. She hit a bulldog onto Holiday from the top rope and I was just like come on girl get it like do that but as it turns out as her and Vivian you know as she was finally able to tag Vivian in um they had some teamwork going on but then one of them threw Holiday I think threw Chainsaw out of the ring and then um they had a little bit of a miscommunication as Steffi did a splash but then Vivian tried to either push her or tried to break up the count somehow and with that miscommunication it left an opening for um the other team to basically um take advantage of them and cover stephanie for the win and holiday and chainsaw won the match so and ladies how are we feeling about holiday and um chainsaw i like them i i, I like you know, I'm a spooky person, spooky seasons all the time for me. And so I do like things that are not necessarily in the box. I like uh, characters that kind of fits outside what normal characters are. And so I like it. I did appreciate AJ's commentary when she was say, saying certain things. I was like, yes, you know, like you get it. Like it's, it's also, obviously it's always nice to have that nice cookie cutter wrestler. And I, and I love both Steffi and Vivian. I think they're like fantastic, but I do like the wrestlers that don't necessarily fit inside the box. And maybe if you're somebody who don't know somebody like a Holiday, you know, or Chainsaw and you're stepping into the ring for the first time, they wouldn't be wrestlers you'll look at like, I maybe not right away, like, oh, I got this. You might have to, hmm, I don't know. You might have to question a little bit when you step into the ring with somebody like Holiday who doesn't necessarily fit the box. And so I like that they are allowing all of that to show because we've seen Holiday in other promotions and she's pretty much the same. It's like, I'm, I, I love that they're allowing that to happen. And it was, I was a little annoyed, I'm not gonna lie, with that ending with the, I was like, sis, <laughs> how did you get her off the pit? I was so, I was like, I like rewatched it and I'm like, I was more annoyed the second time. Cause I'm like, how, how did we get to this point where you slip her out of a pit? I felt like they had it at that moment. Like it was in the bag. And then she got out, and I was like, "Wait, no!" And I was just like, "I can't even get that the ref, the ref, like the ref didn't do anything. I can't even be like ref. Maybe you're counting slow or something, or you know, the ref when they get up and they're like hurt and they take twenty years to get back to the action. It wasn't even the ref's fault. It was literally just like, sis, how did we do this?" And so I was, I was annoyed. I was like, "Oh my god, you guys!" I was rooting again. I love Holiday. I love the whole thing with that stable. It's so different. It's so out of the box. I love that. But I was definitely rooting for uh, them, especially when I heard the call. I was like, sis, I know what it is to do like 20 things at the same time and still manage to stay afloat. Like to me, that's always kudos when you can do that many things. Like medical school, what? 
girl, listen, and yeah. you still yeah. wrestling and being fabulous, your fabulous self, to me, that earned so many kudos off when they were saying that. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, you did this in school? Like, your mom was like, oh, she got this. Like, the confidence. I love that so much. And so I was really rooting for them to win. So when that happened, I was like, sis. And then I was like, kind of, yeah. I was just sitting here like, that, that, that meme with like the guy who's kind of standing like this, that's how I felt on the inside. I was just like, sis, how did we get here? <laughs> how did this happen? But I did, I did really enjoy the matchup. I thought it was really good. Uh, but I was a little, I was like, how? Like, how do you make this big up? I'm like, this is such a mistake that I'm just like, so I was just sitting there, had to look at myself, like, why are we doing this? Like, how, like, if they can hear me through the screen, they heard, like, what I felt. But it was a good match. I did like it. I like that, again, you had two very different types of teams in this match. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Stephanie and, and Katrina, I loved the fact that, again, on commentary, they're like, this is, like, good versus evil, right? They were really pushing the story of, of um, uh, you know, going to school, wanting to be a doctor, wanting to help people versus holiday versus chainsaw, like versus like very like out uh, otherworldly characters that are drawn to the dark side, drawn to evil, have been, you know, have been uh, around, as we said, other promotions have, have really kind of dominated um, other places. And here they're really telling the story of like this, kind of this this uh i wouldn't say pro maybe prodigy I, I don't know if prodigy is the right word but they're definitely putting the other team on a pedestal where they're like look at this this they really push that story of like going to school being a doctor the parents the mom saying hey you're gonna go do this you're gonna you know follow your dreams like it, they're really building this really big moment for them and and i think katrina it was surprising that uh, they didn't get this win, but I think it just means there's more down the line. There's more, more there because you can't always win your first match as the underdog, right? Like it's, it's true kind of like an underdog story here. So I think they're going to be, be kind of telling the story and using that you need your, you need your motivation. You need to push through and overcome this little mountain over, overcome this hill that you have to climb. And this is going to be the story that they're going to tell. And I think with this little upset win, I think that's what we're going to see. We're going to see them come back stronger, come back even better. Yeah. When you said, you know, following and running up, running, running up that hill, I'd be like, you're running up that road. You're running up that hill. Keep running up that building. Yeah. That's what I thought about. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> So essentially, it made me upset that they lost that. Um, and also here again, because Steffi's story is something that is relatable for multiple women, you know, around the world and all like an all over, like all over the world, how we balance so many different things. And yet we don't crash and burn. Like, seriously, there are some times where I'll hear stories about women balancing things and Katrina is one of them. And I just sort of look at them and just be like, man, you're so fabulous. How in the world do you do all this stuff? <laughs> like, and I feel like maybe I would like pass out somewhere and just be like, I can't, you know, but at the same time, we're women and that's what we do. We juggle things and then we juggle some more and then we juggle some more. And then when it's time to put it down, sometimes we put it down and then we rest and that's okay. So I loved hearing that story about her, but I'm ready for her to get that win though, for real. 
Team Steph is still here, okay? In the moments where she loses, in the moments where she wins, Team Steph is still here. We're still rooting for her. Um, so yes, they did address that a lot. And they even and then talking about her mom and how she was encouraging her, that made me feel good on the inside too. So yeah, they did sort of paint Steffi as this girl who has all this stuff going on. Um and is and talked about her resilience and stuff. So I can't wait to see that on display the more we get into WoW. But yep, her and Vivian had a miscommunication, a little bit of a hiccup there. And um Holiday and Chainsaw wound up getting the win. So um they did announce that next week, or at least this coming weekend, Commander Sahara Spars will be on. Um, and she will be fighting Penelope Pink. And um, I don't know, they did show a little bit of a preview of all of what we were going to see on this coming weekend but that's pretty much it um they didn't really have a whole lot of stories in there but we get more story with the main event which was Leia Makoa versus Tormenta and guess who returned to introduce Tormenta Sophia Lopez the greatest attorney in the world attorney I'm surprised David McLean let her get even close Right, me too. I I didn't have a good feeling about that when he brought her back when she made her intro. I was like, oh no, please don't tell me she out here about to cheat. <laughs> please don't tell me she about to cheat for Tormenta. Please no, please no. But she did interview she interfere a little bit, but not a whole lot like she did the last time. So I will give her her credit. And she came out there and did the intro for Tormenta, and it was so impressive the way that she said um tormenta's name and held out the first syllable of it and i was just like yes that's how you hold a note dang it and that's how you intro somebody so yeah that was cool but yeah tormenta made her entrance and leia mccoy made her entrance too now earlier in the night david mclean was um telling steven and aj mendez on commentary how he had a he had a planned surprise for Leia. Now, of course, as they told her story in the last, in the like a few weeks ago, when she first made her WoW debut, she talked about how her family didn't necessarily um, support her as much when it came to her wanting to start her wrestling career um, and all the struggles that she faced being bullied um, as a Pacific Islander woman and just so many other different things that she had to rise above um, in terms of that hurt. So David McLean heard all of this and actually heard her say that her wild dream was for both of her parents to see her wrestle. And he said on commentary that when he called um, her father, he didn't know who it was. And he was like, bro, like, who are you? And he was like, I'm David McLean with Wild Women of Wrestling. Would you like to, you know, fly up to LA with your wife and see your daughter wrestle? And he said that the father was speechless. And I was just like, oh my God, no. And these yeah. are the- Let me yeah. tell you, it is, is very yes. concerning. I loved this commentary story because you never want to get a call from your emergency contact. <laughs> I right. mean, you're like- so I found it like a very charming story <laughs> because I was like, oh, I've been on the other end of that call where you're like, wait, why are you calling me? <laughs> oh, 
But yeah, it was so nice how David did it. It was definitely really classy. He was just like, he went, he looked in her emergency records <laughs> and then he called and then he called her parents and that's how it happened. It was just very touching. So I loved every inch of this. So as he was telling this story, the match was going on and this was a really good match. Like if you were going to pick a main event to have that was full of action and so many different types of wrestling um, in one match, then this was the match that you were looking for. Leia McCoy had so many impressive moments here. She, she had Tormenta in a headlock. You had Tormenta giving Leia suplexes all over the place. They had some um, chain, chain wrestling going on like it was just really cool I loved this match so much there was even a point where I saw Leia hit like a Japanese style arm drag and I thought that was really interesting how they pointed that out on commentary and kudos to them because I I know I had never seen that wrestling move before or maybe I had but either way I'm glad that they pointed that out because I felt educated from it um so and then there was a point where Steven Dickey Dickey even compared Tormenta to a superhero or a villain that would be in a comic book to which AJ, you know, quipped and said, hey, I know what that's like because, you know, I love to read comic books and I'm an author of one. That's a major flex. You're a comic book writer, you're a wrestler and a commentator. Get it, AJ. But yeah, like there was even one point where Sophia tried to interfere in the match by messing with her, by messing with Leia's hair. Um, and like in this picture where um, Tormenta hit Leia with the double knees, like it was just a really high octane match here. But in the end, there was even one point where Leia hit a atomic hurricanrana on um Tormenta and that was another impressive spot from her like Leia really is here to prove that she is not here to play any games and she's here to be a champion and then she hit a Samoan drop for a near fall and she was really surprised by that because that's usually what ends most of her matches but it didn't that time but then she wound up hitting another slam onto Tormenta in order to win the match so this was a very triumphant win, a huge win on the part of Leia McCoy. Um, and then after that, um, we we don't necessarily have pictures of it, but after that, David McLean congratulated Leia on her win and basically said that her parents were in the audience watching her the entire time and she looked very emotional and this is where I started crying and I'm more than sure anybody else started crying if they had a heart or something but yeah it was just too much I was just like oh my god and then they showed and then they put the camera on her parents and you saw her mom first and her mom was like this beautiful um full-figured woman with all this beautiful gray hair and she was screaming for her had her phone up and everything like being the consummate mother and they were yelling for her and then when she ran up and hugged them it was just so sweet and that and that was how wow ended so ladies how do we feel about this match and how do we feel about leia um having one of her wow dreams come true i mean this is why we watch you know these shows is like you these moments are are what i enjoy just like stephanie you said that like having parents and have families see dreams come true that's what it's all about right and so this was uh you know uh, this was a fantastic match i think it was a fantastic showcase for her and the fact that her parents were there to see it they built up really like built up a lot towards this we've seen her in previous episodes really shine and i feel like this was the episode that really kind of like 
broke the mold a little bit, kind of broke the the through the the, the wall and the waters a little bit to really make this make her stand out. So I think mm -hmm. we're going to this um, that she is championship uh, championship material here. Yeah, she did such a great job. I loved the like I I loved her performance here, and I loved Tormenta's performance as well. So, Kat, how are you feeling about it? It was an amazing, uh, you know, main event. I was a little worried uh, that Tormenta had her lawyer there because I was like, listen, sis, <laughs> let's not interfere. Uh, but she actually kind of behaved, and I was very really grateful for that. It, was, it allowed uh, the ladies to kind of show what they had. I thought it was a really good match, uh, and I was really, really happy with the outcome. And again, knew nothing to torment. I think she's great, but I'm a fan of Leia. Leia. And so I was happy with the outcome, and when I showed her mom as a parent, <laughs> I you the one thing you want to do is hope you can watch your kids uh due to things they want to do that are not hurting anybody to clarify that. <laughs> that's not maliciously hurting anybody you want to be there because i can't say if you're a wrestler or fighter you may hurt somebody but like maliciously hurting anybody i you want to be there for your kids to make their dreams come to you or watch them do something that makes them happy that's something i tell my kids all the time like if i can try to be there and make it happen so you guys can do the things you like to do i'm there as long as it's nothing like crazy or bad i will be there and so that like as a parent i was like oh yay like she's she's there and she got to see it and she was hype like how i would probably be if that was my kid i'll probably be super extra <laughs> i would be so extra in the audience so extra and so i'm extra with people i know like friends i'm like oh i know this and i'm extra so for my kid it'll be a whole lot worse and so i it was so nice to kind of see that element like she seemed surprised that she won at one point like it was a hard fought match and i liked that too it was a nice little touch like she worked hard to get this victory and i feel like this does make her look more like okay this you can definitely see her being champion because even when things kind of look like hmm, i don't know you know she still pulled out that victory anyway and then having you know with somebody you, oh they didn't really support the things i do and i really wish they would so now have them there cheering you on that had to be a lot to take in as like her for her and so i thought that was a really like a uh, great touch i guess as i'm as i'm a sap anyway and so little things make crowd of time but as a parent i understood that wanted to just try to be there as much as you can for your kids when they're doing things that they love to do it makes them happy so i loved it yeah it yeah. was so beautiful so beautiful i enjoyed it so much and I was crying and I was just like, I wish I had showed more of their interaction as the show was getting ready to end. But what they did show, you know, it was heartfelt and the point, the point was made. And I'm just so happy that Leia was able to have that moment with her parents, you know, who may not have necessarily supported her in the beginning, but at least they see how good she is now. And they can be there for her now and then they could heal those wounds together and just have a better um, and have a better relationship and a better understanding of each other going forward in adulthood. Um, so yeah, like that was just a really beautiful healing thing. And it was just a great way to end the episode of WOW. It goes to show like wrestling isn't just the athleticism. It's also the moments, you know, that are very heartfelt and loving from the people who do it um, on a regular basis. And they want the same things that we strive for too. So it was beautiful. So, ladies, that um, brings us to the end of our Wow Superheroes After Show. 
thank you guys so much for joining me and just tell everybody where they can find you. We'll start with Emily. Yeah, you can find me on all social platforms at Emily Mayheller right there below. And uh, yeah, I have a lot of things going on. So just uh, follow me there and you'll uh, be all up to date. And you get. I'm pretty much on everywhere as well on uh, Cat We Trust, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. The E is a three. Uh, I do have a show Friday in the Bronx. Uh, so if you're there, uh, pop in. I will be doing my backstage interviews and correspondence uh, for the show. Uh, and so kind of like excited for that. So like this is the first time at this venue. Uh, and if, uh, the week after, uh, I will be in the UK uh, with Stephanie and some other lovely ladies doing the Comic-Con panel for MCM Birmingham. And so um, super like excited about that. And then I got some awesome news <laughs> this morning, literally. But I cannot announce it yet. But that actually, considering, um, yeah, I was like, oh crap! It really just, you know, like this, like super cool things. And so I'm like really excited to announce that, which will be soon. Uh, so yeah, just kind of follow. I usually post everything on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And so if you're on there, you would see what's happening on my end as well. Awesome sauce. Well, note that you can follow me, your girl, Stephanie Hardy, on Instagram and Twitter at Queen Steph Hardy. Um, everything I post is on there as well, so you can't miss it if you subscribe and follow me everywhere. And also support my show, The Hardy Wrestling Podcast. Listen to those past yeah. episodes from the past two years. Um, still under construction, still figuring stuff out for my show, doing upgrades or whatnot so I can give you guys the best wrestling content I can. And of course, I'm happy to be with Katrina in the UK, technically, um, digitally, and all of the things. Um, it's a really good vibe, really great things. So please be on the lookout for that. Um, and yeah, so please also know that you can follow Women's Wrestling Talk on Instagram and Twitter at www.talkpod and check out our website www.talkpod.com where we have articles, interviews, merchandise, and all of the great things that our writers team writes every day involving wrestling news and all kinds of op-eds, including mine, which is the top five Zelina Vega moments. Please check that out. And just continue to support the brand. Subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitch as well. So in the meantime, in between time, this is Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And until next time, we'll be back on Monday next week. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.